Welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. I'm your host, Jesse, a corporate analyst, side hustler, and an advocate of creating good intent. So let's burst those thought bubbles and turn them into convos. Let's speak our minds and dive into the nitty gritty of it all. Whether it's mental health, adulting, creativity, faith, and life in general. Join the conversation by using the hashtag convos with Jay for your comments and suggestions. And oh, hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? This is Jesse of Thought Bubble with Jay, and welcome to a brand new episode here on the segment of Sunday Sella. This is a segment where we burst our bubbles to open up a dialogue about fate, mental health, motivation, and the ins and outs and nitty-gritty of this beautiful and messy thing called life. So a lot of people have been asking about, you know, why Sunday Sella? Well, I specifically picked Sunday to record uh, this episode because Sunday for me is just, it's a time to slow down to you know reflect and Sela on the other hand is a word from the Bible which means pause and when you merge those two together it's like slowing down and you know pause so I think it's really a, a good time to just Think about and be more intentional and mindful with the words, action, thoughts. And yeah, as I've said, to talk about faith, um, mental health, self-care, motivation, anything about the seasons of our lives. So for today's episode, I like to throw in a question. And this is something that you probably have seen on Instagram posts maybe on Pinterest or even on Facebook, because everyone seems to love beginnings. And I think I've used this more than four times on my captions on Instagram, that I love new beginnings. You are worthy of new beginnings. And beginnings, they are beautiful. They are, you know, full of vision, dreams, and when you think about beginnings, there probably will you you'll picture like fairies floating above bedposts, you know, give goosebumps, shivers, bursts of light. It's mesmerizing, and that's beginnings for you. But it's very rare that we see posts like "I love starting" or "Starting is a beautiful thing." Or, um, you know, I am so, I'm cheering you on for starting. Do you guys agree? Does that sound familiar? So if if I want to shift that and let's say talk about it in a practical application. So have you ever had this thought? Or let's say if, if you've been thinking of doing a, pas- a passion project, have you ever had an idea? that you've been that has been hanging over your head that you have been itching to do or has been on your mind for weeks months and maybe years pretty long but have you ever had that experience where you've been thinking about a certain idea it's a brilliant idea or you've been wanting to do something or create something and the problem is it 
just stays there in your mind and you never really um you've never really gotten the chance to start or begin or to kick start it and I am pretty sure, almost 100%, that we've all been there, that we've all had that experience of thinking something, uh, having this brilliant idea, but not really getting around into actually doing it. It's common, and you know we, we have a lot of excuses as to why we didn't get around into starting it. But that is what I would like to talk with you about today. Starting is the hardest part of every task. And I think I've touched on this several times on the podcast. But today, when I posted this caption on my Instagram, I realized that maybe this is something that I would want to go through again and discuss with you for today's topic because a lot of people have been dabbling on you know doing something um they have the we have the time basically because of the pandemic right uh everything seemed to have slowed down so we do have the time to think about things that we would want to do but the problem is always at the starting point it's always about you know finding the time to do it we always have these excuses of yeah, I will probably get around it soon or yeah, maybe one day or soon enough or someday, you know, when I have the time. But what if that time is now and we miss out on the opportunity to do it because we're just so focused on the consequence of starting and we're so focused on the results. We're so focused on the unknown. We're so focused on what if it doesn't work. So I posted on the Instagram, I posted on my Instagram caption something like, the decision to start is a step closer to your breakthrough. And over the past couple of weeks, I've been doing a lot of thinking and I've made a lot of decisions. And I'm still in the midst of making one. But in all of those decisions, I had to start something. I had to make a choice if I really want to start doing it or if I didn't want to start doing it. So when we talk about starting, it's really sitting down and doing the work. And there, as, as I've said, there are a lot of reasons why people hate the word start because it employs a whole lot of, a whole other idea of what will the outcome be or what if i fail and that thought alone is crippling and paralyzing because when you start to think of the outcome and you focus more on the unknown then definitely fear will creep in and in any given situation fear is the feeling wherein it will lead you to to not seize that opportunity when it's already being presented and paralyze you into thinking and will lead you to minimize yourself as well into thinking that you will never amount to anything or what's the point of doing or starting when it's basically 
will bound to fail. For today's episode, we will acknowledge that starting is the hardest part, but we will also find out how to do that hardest part. So we said that starting is, isn't easy, right? And we all have these excuses why we find it so difficult to start. So imagine this, starting is a blank page or an empty canvas. And it could also look like you fighting the urge to run fast. I remember when I started the podcast last year in April. I launched it on April 3rd, right? But I've always had this idea months before April. And it's it's been in my pipeline. I've, I've been wanting to have you know, to do the podcast. But I was so scared to start. I had all these thoughts. I felt that I wasn't equipped enough. I felt that I need to gather more information in order to create a podcast. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the knowledge. I pretty much have all the excuses that I could think of. Um, of not starting the podcast, but I've always wanted to create one. So another example would be when I started the art account, Art to Jesse on Instagram, it took me months before I finally decided to create an Instagram handler for my paintings, for my watercolor paintings. And it took months again after that before I had the courage to share and to make it public. And when I think about those two instances, why I had to delay all of those things and, you know, making the decision to create first, to make the podcast, to launch the Instagram handler, and to publish my paintings, it all boils down to one simple thing, and that is fear of failure and fear of rejection. I said earlier that fear is crippling, it's paralyzing, and, you know, starting, it is terrifying. Um, when, when If you are an artist, and I think a lot of artists who are listening to this podcast can resonate with this, is that when you look at a, at a canvas and it's it's empty, right? It's a blank page. It's always, always a question of what it is that I'm going to paint? What if I make a mistake? You know, what if... Um, and make a mess. But that's the beauty of starting something. You are not expected to be expert on whatever task that you're starting on. No one is expecting you to be expert on anything, right? Because it is a journey. As you go along, as you do more of it, then you will grow. Then there will be progress. But we don't get to that level of thinking because we stop at the very first step. We don't even get to reach the first step, which is to start. We will often hear people say that the most important step is the first step and that a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And that's 100% true. But 
it is also true that starting is terrifying. Why is it terrifying? Because we are easily influenced by self-doubt, our excuses, and the narrative that we tell ourselves that, you know, it's not going to be enough or no one will care or that, you know, I, I don't have the time. So these are some of the things and I would like to highlight this because this is common. And maybe as you listen to this list, you will also take a look closer on where you are at and figure out if any of these excuses resonate with you. Because as soon as we identify what these excuses are, then it's easier for us to identify how we will address them. Okay, so in the beginning, right, before you kickstart something, and you have all these ideas and, and visions and dreams and goals that you would want to achieve and achieve and accomplish, you feel excited, you feel inspired, you're full of everything good, sweet, and lovely. And the, the problem is that it will only last up until the moment you start. So when you are on the verge of starting, that's when everything wanes down and everything will hit you in, in a Everything seems bad, ugly, and sour. And then you will be hit by a force field of fear and followed by all of these excuses like, I don't have enough time or I am too tired. You know, I have kids. I'm juggling between jobs. You know, I have a lot on my plate right now. So that will have to wait. And then, of course, that excuse of, mm, I have a deadline. So I, I don't have the time to do that right now or to start something new right now. And of course, we all have that crappy mindset or thinking that I don't know how to do it. Or maybe I am too old to even start something. I'm too young and I don't know anything to start something. I don't have any good ideas or no one cares whether I start or not. Or maybe that thinking that I'm not creative enough. Or I don't have, you know, no one will support me. I don't have the experience, blah, blah, blah. Or there is also that another factor, which is the distractions, whether it's shopping, whether it's time spent on social media, mindlessly scrolling. It could be YouTube. It could be Netflix. And one other thing, which is, I think is also important that we need to acknowledge is that there is that drama of envy of insecurities of fights and misunderstanding and you know every story related to relationship that derails your way into starting and the funny thing about all of these excuses that i've mentioned is that they seem so true they seem so real and reasonable and the distractions that i mentioned like netflix your facebook your social media uh, your vacation even or needing to call anyone they all seem so urgent and the drama those insecurities and um, misunderstandings and anything related to your relationship they all seem so important but if you think about it those excuses that you made up and that you've thought about those are just a, those are just your mindsets and they're not reasonable at all because they are just a plot or a ploy that you put in in your mind to protect yourself. To protect you from putting yourself out there. 
to protect yourself from being vulnerable and to protect yourself from the threat of being minimized or feeling small. So try to to dig deeper and look at all of those excuses. Does any of these um, lists that I've shared resonate with you? And have you identified any of these things that could be causing or derailing your way into starting something? You know, as humans, um, we also we also have the habit of wanting everything to be right the first time. We we always aim for perfection. We're always about the end results, right? And we're so busy sometimes thinking of what it is going to be that we preoccupied or that we filled our minds with mindsets of wanting to gather more information just to make sure that the outcome will be perfect. But that is just um, a lie that we that we we believe in, that we believe to be true. Because nothing will ever be perfect. And dawn is definitely way better than perfect. And you will never be able to consider something as quote-unquote dawn unless you do the first step. And that is to start. So when we talk about starting being hardest part, it's really because we have this mindset that we would want to do it right the first time. When we talk about progress and growth, it's always a mixture of trying and failing and being rejected and failing again. We have to remember that failure is really not a setback, but rather it is feedback. And that rejection that you've experienced, that shouldn't be considered a setback as well, because that can be considered as a redirection. It's all about shifting our perspective and focusing our energy and efforts into moving forward rather than backwards. So when we think about starting, we have to freed ourselves or to veer away from the mindset that it has to be perfect or it has to be right the first time that we try it. Because I'm telling you, the people who have started and have achieved great things, they all started as someone who had no idea what they were doing. And pretty sure 100% that they've also failed and have been rejected several times before they actually arrived to their end goal. So let's talk about starting tutorial 101, how to get started or get around into starting anything. First off is to make it a habit. You know, when I started painting watercolor, I dread painting florals or roses. I just couldn't bring myself into starting <laughs> to paint them. So I settled with landscapes and I tried faces as well. But I've always wanted to paint those pretty flowers and florals and botanicals. So one day I finally made that decision made a choice to start and I painted roses for I think 30 days in a row or more than that so I painted 
flowers, florals daily, and I made it as a habit. And yes, it's still not perfect. You know, if we're going to be technical on what look, what what's a good rose or a good floral is and isn't. But what I fell in love with is the practice. It's the process. So it's never about the end product, but the practice is the art. So the takeaway from this is you start with an intention. Then you look into your behaviors and then it becomes a habit. Once it, it is a habit, then you practice and then it becomes a second nature. It is never about perfection. It's never about having the uh, perceived or a presumed end product. Because at the beginning, you will definitely make messy things or it's going to look like crap. But again, the practice is the art. You have to enjoy the process. And when you make that a habit, you will definitely grow. And progress is what is relatively what's more important than the end product or the end goal. So just go ahead and start and then make it a habit. Number two is to keep it small. When I started with a podcast, if I look back right now on the first episode, I would probably cringe. Um, because at the beginning, I was looking at gathering more information and I got so overwhelmed that I realized that, you know, it you just have to start with baby steps. Trying to take in lots of information at the beginning, thinking it might help you, probably is going to end up overwhelming you instead. So it's important to remember, right, when you are starting, no one, and that means including yourself, expects you to be an expert. So if it's taking a little more time to get the hang of it, whether it's painting, podcasting, or anything at all, that is absolutely okay. You have to be comfortable in acknowledging that, okay, it's taking a little more time to get the hang of it, but that is okay because as long as you're moving forward, that's all that matters. That is progress. Number three is to keep it, um, sorry, abandon distractions. I mentioned that as one of the excuses earlier. But if order in order for you to really be intentional in starting, you also need to be intentional in allotting the time to actually do it. So if Netflix is causing you to be distracted, um, straying you away from doing and starting, then go ahead and find ways to resist that distraction because distraction that is a crack and it will consume you. And when you start to get distracted, that will lead you out to be out of focus on what it is that you intend to do. So abandon distractions because that will definitely benefit you in the long run and that will allow you to focus more on starting. Okay, number five is to get feedback. As you start, as you make it a habit, as you practice consistently, it's also important that, you know, while working on your own is okay, oftentimes we could also use the help from others who have been there and done that. And we also need to have wisdom when it comes to seeking for feedback and receiving them. So, again, if it's Considered a failure, do not be disheartened or discouraged because that can be considered as feedback. And if 
you have been rejected when you start and you know the first time that consider that as a redirection rather than a, a setback feedback is important because it can help to widen your understanding on how you are doing and where you can improve so going back to the example of podcasting when i first started i asked my friends to listen to the podcast um, and then to the succeeding episodes and they have provided me great insights and feedback on how i can improve the topics, how I outline or the format or the tools that I use, equipments that I use to record. And those are relevant um, information and feedback that really help me and adds a little motivation for me to do better next time. So I pay attention to those feedback and seek help from people you trust. All right. Number five is to reflect. This is a time that I would ask you to stop the grind and just pause for a moment to look at how far you've come. When you start, of course, you are so excited. Of course, you started with a habit, right? And then you start with baby steps, you gather feedback, and then you push a little and you abandon all your distractions. But it is also important to take a step back and to reflect and to see how far you've come and you'll be amazed to see that wow not so long ago i cannot or couldn't even imagine that i will be doing this now here i am you know doing it progress progressing and growing so reflecting can help realign your goals and reignite your passion when you've had your head down in practice for way too long so bottom line is you know starting something new the universal truth is you can either take the steps to make it happen or you will not. And if you didn't take the step, one, it's either because you've paid more attention to your excuses or you simply do not care, or that means that you're not really interested or vested into doing it, or in the end, you regret not going for it. The thing is between regret and fear, right? Fear it can be momentarily and it will vanish probably in the next um, if you want to kickstart something new. But regret, on the other hand, that will linger and that will weigh a lot more. Starting is definitely terrifying and it is the scariest moment as always. But things can only get better as soon as you take that first step. You know, you don't need to know what the outcome is going to be we don't need to know what the fifth step will look like you know sometimes we trick ourselves into thinking that we have to know everything before we start anything and we let fear win we let self-doubt sink in before we even get started we forget that the practice is the art and anything we do is creation you know it doesn't matter if we sucks, it doesn't matter if it's messy. It doesn't matter if we look like a novice not knowing what to do. Because the truth is, everyone started with the least amount of knowledge about what they're actually doing. It doesn't matter if you're scared. It doesn't matter whether you're ready or not. What matters is that you take the bold step of starting. So I leave these questions with you because starting it's always a choice you can always choose to whether you want to grow 
or you want to get stuck? Do you want to resist or you want to embrace change? Do you want to let the comparison, the jealousy, the envy uh, shrink you into a mindset of scarcity instead of abundance? And Or will you allow yourself to grab each opportunity to refocus and take action? Will you let will you let others stroke fear in your heart or to choose or will you choose to remain in the identity and the gifts that God has given you? Will you take the easy way out or the seamless route? Or will you take the road less traveled with a promise of growth? Will you allow yourself to be caged in mediocrity? Or will you allow yourself to soar high in freedom? If this message resonated with you, please do share it, pass it on to anyone that you might think is in need of a reminder that it's never too late to kickstart something. It's never too late to abandon all of those excuses and to start something or start doing something that they're passionate about, that they anything that lits up their heart and make their eyes shine as they hope for the future. Pass it on, uh, take a screenshot of this episode of this message and send it to three of your friends. If you're feeling generous, um, you can also leave a review on the Apple podcast. It would really mean a lot to me and will help the podcast as well, will allow me to create more content like this. Um, If you will share your thoughts and provide your feedback about the podcast, what do you think about it, the format, even the guests that we have on, I will definitely appreciate any feedback that you can share because that will help me improve, again, feedback, which is one of the steps that we need to do if we want to start something. So I hope that this episode helped you in any way. And I will leave you with this thought. Believe in the power of now. Start. Step out of the limiting beliefs and let wisdom, grace, and purpose lead you to the path God has called you to. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again on Wednesday for the Wednesday Creative Check-In. And as always, please be safe. Take good care of your health. Wear your mask wherever you may be. And as always, be kind to anyone you meet. Have a great week ahead, everyone. God bless, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.